Ludus Novus, Episode 7, August 18th, 2007. Who am I? everybody I'm back and today I'm going to be talking about uh, a little phenomenon that that occurs in quite a few good games and and quite a few bad ones in fact probably more bad ones than good and I, I'm just I'm just gonna read off a list here and and see if you can figure out which one which thing all these games have in common Planescape Torment Flashback Knights of the Old Republic System Shock 2 Final Fantasy VI, Stalker, Shadow of Chernobyl, Call of Cthulhu, Dark Corners of the Earth, Arx Fatalis, Second Sight, 13. Well, 13 kind of gets away with it because it was based on a comic book where the main character started out with amnesia. But all these games, they have amnesia as a very basic premise of them. And the, the nice thing about amnesia for game designers is that it helps overcome the divide between player and player character and this is something that I've harped on before but when you're playing a piece of interactive entertainment you are usually controlling a single individual character and acting as that character the problem is that that character may exist in a world that has very different rules than the world that the player exists in and so the game designers have to struggle to come up with a way to get over this difference. The fact that the character, having lived in this world, should know it like the, the back of their hand, should know how things work, shouldn't have to have things explained to them, etc., etc., etc. But the player, if the player doesn't get to find out why they're in a, an underground civilization or what the heck this city is that exists as a planar crossroads, if the player doesn't know that, then they're not going to have very much fun playing the game. So that's why, where amnesia comes in. It's a good excuse for, A, the main character to not know who he is, where he is, what's going on, to have everything explained to him by other characters or by information sources in the game. And B, it allows one of the, the great overused twists of, of game design and of story design at all, which is, oh, you didn't know who you were? Well, it turns out that you are this very important figure, or you have this dark secret, or you have skeletons in your closet that are going to pursue you. Very seldom 
do you wake up with amnesia and later find out that you're you're a tax actuary from Dayton, Ohio, and that you just happen to hit your head when you slipped in your shower one day. That very rarely occurs. And another classic, classic way that the the game designers get over this this hurdle is by doing the the typical sci-fi or fantasy premise of having the main character be a foreigner to this to this magical or, or sci-fi world the the person is a normal human being or a generic adventure person who has happened to end up in this world or, or is visiting this world um, the Elder Scrolls series does this being recently released from prison um, crash landing on an alien world being magically transported to an alien world Ultima um, all this is a way for the character to both have to have everything explained to him, like a player needs, and possibly to allow the player to have some mystical significance. Because, you know, there are all sorts of prophecies about outlanders coming, or people appearing in flashes of light, or aliens crash landing, etc., etc., etc. You know, if you, if you ride in on a shooting star, it's much easier to be significant than if you're Joe the Baker from down the street. Even if Joe the Baker from down the street has hit his head on a rolling pin and doesn't remember who he is. So, is this cliché a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, it is a trope. It is something that, that is done over and over again. But I, I don't know that it's exactly, in and of itself, a bad idea. I mean, it's, it's a decent concept. It's just that, first of all, amnesia is done so much that it's, it's almost a, a genre convention. I mean, it is a genre convention in Japanese RPGs. You you play a console role-playing game if if there's a character if no characters have amnesia, you you feel a little bit disoriented. You keep wondering if one's going to jump out in the ending cutscene and and fulfill the the necessary quota. So, any any piece of of interactive entertainment that has an amnesiac character in it is is going to going to kind of get a a bit of disdain from a from an experienced video gamer just because they've seen it before and it's very hard to be new and that leads to the to the second aspect of uh, the second bad thing about amnesia in video games which is that if it exists in order to have a dramatic twist and it turns out you're some big bad guy then maybe you shouldn't make a dramatic twist that's overdone I mean, it, it, it's as if 
when when Luke Skywalker found out that he was the son of Darth Vader, that was decently new. You know, people weren't exactly used to that in sci-fi and so on. But when in a role-playing game you find out that you're actually the son of some mentor figure that has appeared in a dark and shadowy cloak, you're not exactly surprised. And so it ruins that sort of twist. It, the 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 fact that you've got amnesia, you know that it's going to turn out that you are the scion that, that failed in the last battle against the dark beast, or that you once knew the key to the, the secret of saving the world. It, it's it's it lacks some of that surprise, some of that impact, and you really need to go for a twist that isn't so cliched if you want to get the full impact of, holy crap, that's what I am, or that's who I'm supposed to be, you know. So, the 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 the, the other problem that 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 comes up with with amnesia, the problem that amnesia is trying to solve is is that idea of the the break between player knowledge and character knowledge. And that's something that's a little bit harder, because depending on how you're presenting it, there's no easy way to present the player with this information without having it seem like the character is being lectured to. And, you know, a manual or a guidebook really isn't the answer to that. So it, it seems to me like one of the tricks is to have a very consistent world. If your world is consistent and works internally consistently, then it's going to be much easier to understand. You can also design your narrative such that the the world is introduced gradually in a way that's natural for the story, so that it's not as if the character is being lectured to, but so that the player has a chance to get eased into things. Um, and the other alternative is just to have the player be confused for a little while. As long as you as long as a game designer has done their work properly, you should be able to enjoy a game even if you're not exactly familiar with the world. Look at Grim Fandango for an example of this. In, in Grim Fandango, your character knows how the Land of the Dead works. He's perfectly familiar with it, and to a certain extent, they explain it through the main character monologuing, which is a decently effective technique. But there are certain things about the game that you just don't find out until they happen. Like, you might find it strange that people are getting threatened since they're already dead and can't die again, but then you learn in a cutscene about the existence of this dart that turns the, the people's bodies into plants. And no one actually tells you this. The main character doesn't monologue that this weapon exists. But it's presented in such a way that the that the player is able to go, oh, I understand that that fits in the game world, and it makes sense to me. And that I think is 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 the technique. So so if you combine if you combine things like that, where you've got this internally consistent world where you can just show the player something when it comes up, and combine that with a certain amount of gentle introduction, like Half Life does with its uh, initial train sequence, then I don't think you need to worry too much about that divide. As long as the player knows everything that they need to know so that they don't make mistakes that the player character wouldn't make, you're fine, in my opinion. They, players can handle a little bit of divide there. So that's all I have to say for today. Um, 
next time I'm going to talk about uh, a little bit of history, look at the, per the state of the art as compared to another form of creative expression. Um, until then, uh, I'm Gregory Weir, this was Ludus Novus. Ludus Novus is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial License, 3.0 at this point. And our song this week is Forgetting My Identity by Jane, his wife. And that's offered under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 2.5 license. See you around.